Hello and welcome to Mike's Open Journal episode 46 and a returning guest. I've literally only just worked this out, Mark, but you're going to be on two episodes in a row. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think everyone will be thrilled about that. <laughs> I, I feel like it's almost going to give the impression that we've just recorded one after the other, but that's not how it's happened. <laughs> no, I, I sound a lot better this time. So You've had a chance to get used to my Britishness. Well, I love Brit- Britishness, so it's all good. <laughs> um, so today, uh, myself and Mark, and possibly Rich at a later stage, are going to be having a little bit of a chat about um, some of the stuff that's gone on in the last year for us, which is Daily Focal um, Focused. And we might talk a little bit about a podcast that we're going to record probably in a week or two, um, doing a little bit of a 2016 review. Uh, so for us, I think we started to touch a little bit on Daily Focal in the last podcast where we talked through, um, kind of what that meant to both of us and starting in the group. Uh, and we've got to the stage where actually both myself and Mark have submitted a few articles now, um, and they're starting to go through. So today's going to be a bit of a chance for us to talk about the articles that we've got coming up. Uh, and maybe look back at some of the others as well. Um, so I'm going to be like very sneaky now and um, pull up the website in the background. Um, <laughs> so Mark, if you want to talk for a little bit while I pull that up. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so. well, sure. Yeah, um, like like uh, your favorite podcast host uh, just told. Um, I've just uh, be latest member of Daily Focal, and it's this great initiative where we, where other bloggers can share their their articles, their stories, and not necessarily what they usually write about. I think that's the main thing that is different and creates a new experience. Um, usually, I t- I blog about mental health and football and just opinions on stuff but um i've now discovered a whole new range of uh blog blog articles or topics where i can write write about so the first article i wrote was how how i see the uk because in the past year i have been recently uh, some events uh, where um kind of negativity came into the world about the UK and a lot of people complain about the UK and as an outsider, as a Dutch blogger, uh, I wanted to let you all know in the UK, uh, especially how special you are and how welcoming I always have felt. So I blogged about 10 reasons, uh, why the UK is fantastic. And, um, Usually, well, usually when you live in a country, you don't see the beauty of it uh, until other people mention it and you can feel proud about that and some things like, uh, I blogged about the food (laughs) and some people don't really see why that is special in the UK, but for me, an English breakfast, for example, is just fantastic and some people inside the UK may take that for granted but i just love it and that's one of those positive things about uk and and just in general the positivity should 
should be more in my opinion um yeah i yeah. think that's um i've i've got it open now good talking good talking <laughs> um is yeah so um your article on like the 10 reasons to love the uk and food which is yeah. one um and i think yeah it's one of those things i guess as well like like you kind of touch on is that um sometimes things are actually seen as like cultural from someone that doesn't live in that country aren't yeah. seen as cultural by people that do live in that country um yeah. which is really i guess i don't know maybe it is i'm not sure um but that's really cool that you have uh sorry uh <laughs> someone yeah. that's outside of the country um kind of recognizing that and talking about that as a real positive and like you say as you go through and some of the things i think you you touch on it is it really about having that especially in a year where there has been quite a lot of um potential sort of negativity and discussion about whether you should be proud to be british or what being british means um actually to have an article um written by someone that's a little bit removed from that and actually talk about the real positives of um britain in terms of its culture um i think is a really cool thing um and so to me there's a couple of articles now that have gone up that are kind of like um five things to do or 10 reasons or whatever Mm. Um, but I think yours was, for me, it was a little bit more than like a list article. It was kind of that thought behind it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I think I, well, without see, uh, well, it's sounding too cocky, but um, I, as a, because I'm a Dutch uh, blogger for Daily Focal, I have a different view on a lot of things. Mm. So that brings a unique unique content in that way so when you blog about the uk or see things differently that gives you another perspective mm. and i think that's that's good too to add to daily focal um and i think that's all that can add to uh the diversity of daily focal yeah i think yeah. so and i think it's really cool that we've got now um uh there's a few guys on the team as well because i think i was the first guy um and it's quite nice to have there's a few people there and specifically i think for me in that um i think um like all of us guys are quite happy to talk about and have talked about mental health as well yeah um which is a really cool thing for uh, for me personally while it is a um i don't know general seems like quite dismissive but it is a general um quite um project um where we are looking at things like news lifestyle entertainment Mm. um love parenting mental health travel um and a lot of different things um but to have and know that the guys on the team are all happy to talk about mental health is quite a cool thing i think and probably something quite unique to this project yeah exactly um I, I didn't really think about that way earlier, but yeah, I we always we know how society. <laughs> uh, that's a stupid word, but it's not really in general or in real life. Huh? There's again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did we we were, were we doing real life last time? <laughs> yeah. yeah, we got to start doing the. Oh, oh damn it! We were meant to think of better words. <laughs> yeah, but. Um, 
it's it's hard. It's sometimes it's hard for guys to talk about it, and that we have a group of guys who are very open about it and are happy or any com- feeling comfortable enough to share their mental health stories mm. is 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 very unique indeed, but also very encouraging. I think for um, maybe for other guys or just in for also to see that it's, it's okay to talk about it and yeah. that, 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 uh, women and males and, and a man just can talk about it and there's no difference in, between them. And that, I think that's really great. Mm. I think it's good. And I think, like I say, I'm, I'm sure that does happen in other places, but for me, it feels quite unique that, um, we're all prepared to talk about it. We've all experienced it in a way that we're prepared to talk about as well. So, I think that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, um, scrolling down, obviously you've got your um, one of your points is about Christmas, which we're going to kind of come on to in a minute as it relates yeah. to another article you've written um, or our writing. Um, but the last one I think is really cool in that you mention um, that people are really welcoming. And again, I think sometimes even in my own mind i think there's a real mixed view of like what that typical stereotypical british person is like because i think um i kind of imagine our like the way british people are seen is quite cold um like quite measured in the way that they are with other people um so to hear someone say like oh the like the people that i've seen and experienced are very warm they're friendly like they're very interactive um i think that's a really cool thing as well to hear um someone that's not british say yeah i think well uh, when you go abroad or something you are traveling uh, you have um another sort of expectation mm. so when i when I go to England or to Wales or Scotland or Ireland, it always feels very welcoming. And that's, that's not, um, it's not the, the way you say uh, that you say something, but it's Mm. a way of how people, uh, talk to you. So obviously you have all these counties and shires and whatnot, but every, every, region is unique and has its own ways and our own customs but all in everywhere where i went i had this feeling i was very welcomed and it doesn't didn't matter uh, it was dutch or the way i looked or anything else um i always try to interact with people and always got a positive response mm. and even when people uh didn't want to talk they just said it you know and i think that's better than just ignoring or anything. And uh, maybe it's because I'm really, I love uh, Great Britain and United Kingdom. And um, sometimes my mother says I, I was born in the wrong country, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, I always experience very positive things. And maybe that's also why I have become more of a member of a specific or uh, overly present UK blog community. Mm. So I interact a lot with a lot of uh, UK bloggers. Mm. Um, 
I've never experienced that coldness, but maybe, um, yeah, maybe I'm, I'm maybe it's maybe it's different as well. Like you say, um, the people you're interacting with are quite, um, I think by nature, like the guys and girls that are, are blogging are probably a little bit more open maybe. Um, like we're talking about, like I say, people are talking about their love lives, um, their trips, their travel, the things that they're interested in, um, maybe their health. So like we are talking about topics that maybe some people don't talk about or don't talk about openly. Um, we're also using, I suppose, communication as a kind of like a skill within these roles as well. So, um, maybe we get to give off, um, like a very cool, uh, and positive view of other people so yeah uh, but that's not only i i i really uh, i agree yep. like people on, on internet or, or blogging are more open mm. but when i physically visited the uk and you know it's all about football for me the last few yeah. hours years but i always felt welcomed and okay. the matter if i went to the darkest alleys of liverpool or <laughs> uh, saw the big tension between manchester united and manchester city and the hate uh, between them i always felt very welcomed mm. wherever i i went and i people really um uh, how you say it they really uh, warned me about going to the uk yeah after that uh, particular decision back in june i think yeah yeah <laughs> uh, they really uh, warned me about i uh, uh, very much uh talked fear into me and yeah. scaremongering and and i think about the travel as well and things like that yeah yeah and and then you know uh, the skin of color i have i shouldn't go to that place and you know i think after that i still haven't got a problem and I would always visit the UK and I think it hasn't changed a bit for me personally mm. when I go there. And um, I think sometimes we just have to remind ourselves how, how positive we can be uh, because sometimes we only see like the worst thing, worst possible scenario. Yeah. And I think the worst thing is always the thing that gets the media coverage as well. And so sure. that's the impression that's given off. Like if someone um is like smiles at you asks you how your day is helps you across the road that's not getting any coverage <laughs> if someone no. pushes you in front of a bus that's going to be on the news <laughs> um and very I think, likely yeah. Yeah, i think that's <laughs> that the the way that i guess coverage and um media i guess goes um yeah, we're the, always going to see a lot the... more of the negative stuff so um yeah but, but that's, that's a whole topic yeah yeah but that's really cool to hear like that's been a positive experience for you um like in person as well um i'd also like to touch on um now i struggle with some of these articles finding out who that so um one of the articles i wanted to have a quick touch on is um amanda's article about should bloggers swear um and i think this is like quite a cool um topic to have like a little bit of a chat about uh, oh, yeah. like i know i think personally up until i'd say the last year or so i probably would have really avoided it but 
um, I also, if I'm being honest, would have really avoided um, doing something like blogging anyway. Um, I think I don't, most of the time, I don't really like swearing. Um, that's not to say I don't do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I used to find it more offensive um, than anything. But I think it also fits in sometimes with, um, I don't know, I, I feel like to some extent, I think I used to be quite closed off to um, like that emotional side, that like feeling side. And I feel like yeah. it probably ties in a little bit more to some of that because it's about, in my mind, um, things like swearing, not necessarily online, but just generally for your communication are yeah. sometimes more of a natural response. Um, like it's not thought out. You're not trying to work out what do I mean to say? You're just saying yeah. what you're saying. Um, and I think that's why I'm kind of for it now is that I'm about, or I think, um, when I write or when I talk, yeah. um, although I'm cautious about it cause I'm kind of bearing in mind how it might be taken. I'm also trying to write just honestly, like how I feel at the moment I'm writing that or that I'm talking, um, and that's one of the reasons why, um, so like the podcast on iTunes, um, is E rated. So it's got yeah. in theory that I don't know what the E's for. I guess it's extreme. I'm not sure. Um, but explicit it's content. explicit. That's it. Yeah. That <laughs> extreme sounds much better, Mark. <laughs> yeah. I'd rather, I'm rated extreme. <laughs> well, have it your way then. You're extreme. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's because I don't want to feel like, oh, I can't say that. Um, like, yeah, I'm sure you would get more listeners if you don't have that rating. But I'd rather just be able to, like, talk honestly with people and have them have the opportunity to talk honestly with me as well. Um, I don't know what your thoughts are on that one. Oh. Um, personally, I've always, uh, I've always sw- <laughs> used swear. Uh, I used to swear, but... I've never thought about that because when I started to blog, I always thought, first and foremost, this is a reflection of me. Mm. And if I felt a certain way, uh, if I felt fucking fucking shit, then I will write that I will feel I'm feeling fucking shit. Mm. And I over... I have always uh, wrote like that. I I mean, it's not uh, taking control or anything, but sometimes just the way I feel. Um, when talking about football or rugby, then I might be more emotional. So I might use those words more because uh, passion takes over, emotion takes over, over irrational things. Mm. And... I think maybe I should do it less, but I also feel my my this is my style, uh, and I'm not going to banish uh, swear words just because uh, it's not appropriate or anything. Mm. Um, but um, I think people should do what feels right, and yeah. uh, I, I'm not a big blogger. I'm just a small blogger and. Uh, I'm not working with any brands or something, and then I can't understand. When you're working with brands, uh, you ha- you are also an outlet for bra- for those brands. Mm. So then it's different. But if you just 
it's a difficult thing, but I uh, I would just say stay most true to yourself. Mm. Be as, uh, keep as close to yourself, to your heart, because your blog is like your babies, your product. And um, if I would do something what would feel right for others, but not for myself, I would be disconnected with my blog, and and that's not what I would. Front. yeah and i think it comes back to that like you say i guess it's why why are you doing it like if you're doing it to reflect yourself then um it, i suppose if you if you as a person don't ever swear and don't like swearing then that's fine um but if you naturally swear a lot then surely you're going to do it when you're writing about you and your thoughts surely you're going to say it when you're talking about yourself um and by not doing that, you're not really reflecting your true self. If yeah. you're if you're doing if you're writing or podcasting or or vlogging, and you're doing it for, um, like you say, like a company, a brand, um, or for a particular reason, um, maybe swearing doesn't fit into that. And then, so in that situation, I can completely understand it. Um, but I think that's where you start to like like you're touching on now that's where you start to get a disconnect because it then becomes it doesn't become oh this is mark talking to me it's like oh this is mark from bbc talking to me so it's all going to fit in line with bbc more than it's about mark if that makes sense yeah yeah i i guess um one of the things that people have said to me about my blog why they think it's unique or anything is I have this own writing style and it really speaks to them. Mm. So it, if I would uh, change that, that would change the whole feeling of the blog. And that's just why people read my blog. And mm. um, I think, indeed, when you change well, the essence of your blog, then, yeah, I I just feel you should do what feels right for you and then... Uh, people will will follow or will not follow but it depends on the situation i think yeah i think that's true um and then so moving on a little bit um we're both working on um blog posts articles at the moment um, yes so the one that i'm i'm kind of halfway through at the moment yeah is um movies to look out for for 2017 um so this is going to be quite a nice little um i'm trying to think what the day is now so i'll probably put this up um possibly towards the end of this week um rather yeah. than the start of next week because i'm not sure at the moment there's a little bit of a quicker turnaround with some of the articles because i think it'd be quite cool if this goes up around the same time or a bit before those articles go up yeah um so yeah i'm looking at movies for next year um and i think it's it's an interesting one for me because i think um again like next year there's some massive movie names um that are coming out so some of the films i'm kind of looking out for um are the new spider-man wonder woman guardians of the galaxy volume two yeah. um fast eight there's another pirates of the caribbean film um justice league star wars eight transformers there's another x-men film um beauty and the beast power rangers um baywatch 50 shades darker like there's a load coming up 
Um, so I'm really interested in a couple in particular uh, yeah. that I'm going to talk about in the article. So one of those for me is um, is Spider Man. Yeah. Um, so I really liked the original films that were uh, were they early like um, for like two thousands. Yeah, was it like I think it was like two thousand and two um, with Tobey Maguire. Um, so I, yeah, wa- yeah, yeah. I watched those three films and I really liked them. Um, and then they, um, because they had to produce like a new film to keep the rights, they seemed to reset with Andrew Garfield and did The Amazing Spider-Man and mm-hmm. did, I don't know if it was two or three films with him, um, but I didn't watch any of those. Like I wasn't interested. Like I'd literally just seen um, three films with Tobey Maguire in and I, I quite liked all three of those films. Like the third one was a bit, too much but yeah. um, I quite liked all of those films and to see it reset so quickly um, I just wasn't prepared to buy into that so I've never watched any of those films um, and I feel kind of glad now like not only have I not wasted my time and money but I feel like this new Spider-Man is going to have nothing to do really with um, those definitely the Andrew Garfield stuff but probably um, not the Peter Parker stuff, because from what I've seen, it looks like he's going to be back at high school. Um, So I think it's going to kind of rewrite everything again. Uh, So I'm quite looking forward to that one. I don't know if you're interested in Spider-Man at all, Mark. Yeah, I am. But um, what what I've seen amazing Spider-Man movies, films, and what I thought, well, the difference with those with Tobey Maguire... um, they were, uh, how do I say this, but the colors in those Amazing Spider-Man were very uh, bright and okay. uh, yeah, they made it more sweeter. Like, um, I felt it was more of a uh, teenage film. Like, I don't know if it makes sense. Yeah, because like, it's kind of like more shiny, brighter colors. More romantic things. Like... Uh, my sister said to me, like, this is just the same uh, genre as the Twilight movies. Ah. Oh. It felt like it had that sentiment. Like, okay. uh, the love, um, the grief, uh, that sort of things was more, how do you say it? It's like more, more of a focus on the love side rather than yeah, yeah, the superhero yeah. side. I, yeah, there was... Um, more, uh, there were put more details in that stuff. Mm. Um, and I think for that, uh, that's one of the what the critics said that uh, Spider Man should be focused more on uh, the, yeah, the, the superhero stuff, so to, so to mm. speak. Yeah, to say. so um, well, it did remind me of uh, the six Harry Potter movie, okay. Uh, as in that was also very romantic and after that uh, they changed it a little bit so I, I'm hoping this new Spider-Man will also uh, continue uh, with the uh, sentiment or feeling of those early 2000 films mm. so I, I, I hear what you're saying completely and uh, I'm rather glad you haven't seen <laughs> the <major> Spider-Man because <laughs> Okay, yeah, they're not. You're good. good you're good. <laughs> yeah. I've not missed anything. <laughs> yeah. Um, then um, kind of pushing two films in together, uh, Wonder Woman and Justice League. Yeah. Um. Oh man. Um. 
I feel like um, it's great that Wonder Woman. So, so it's great that there's going to be a Wonder Woman film. It's great that there's going to be a female lead. Um, and I saw earlier today that they are going to do a Gotham City Sirens film with um, Harley Quinn. Who's Harlan? Is it Harley Quinn, Catwoman, and is it Poison Ivy? I can't remember who the third person is. Um, so it'll be three female leads in in that film. So DC films are are pushing female leads, which is great. Yeah. But I just yeah. feel like they're rushing into trying to catch up with Marvel in like the storytelling. Like in my mind, Marvel had um, like every character had had at least one solo film, if not two, um, before they did any sort of team ups. Um, and then you've got DC that have gone straight in for, um, like essentially a startup Superman film. And then the follow up to that is a, is a team up Batman versus Superman film. So the second film is like a team up. And in that film, they introduce Wonder Woman and I'm like, there's not even any build up to it. They're trying to jump straight in at that top end. I just don't see how that can work. Yeah. Well, I think with the the Marvel films, um, some of them have their own movie. I, I think everyone had one movie before they uh, the, the Avengers came. Mm. But I also feel like with Iron Man and Thor and the Avengers, that went really quick as well. Mm. Um, and Captain America as well. But I think it's... Yeah, is it... Obviously, it's a competition, DCVs versus Marvel. Yeah. Um, so I hear, like, the Wonder Woman introduction, um, yeah, I think it's fast. But I'm not sure how I feel about it. I feel like I'm, I, I'm, open, I'm open to it. Like, I, I, I really want to like DC. Like, I feel like I naturally would or should prefer dc because it's meant to be like they're meant to be darker stories they're meant to be darker characters um and i feel like i would be more drawn to that like those characters but they're trying to put them across as like out and out heroes all the time um and i think that's what they did with suicide squad this year where it's meant to be a team-up movie of the like the worst villains and yet they all felt kind of like heroes in it um, and I just, oh, I just feel like it's that is the vibe of what was great about DC comics isn't in DC films. Yeah. I don't know. It's a rant. <laughs> yeah. No, no. And yeah, uh, I had the same feeling like DC, uh, what attracts me is that darker side, you know, exactly mm. what you said. Um, and I think it's hard to catch that in the movie as well. But um, I also think uh, I would prefer that they had that darker side in the movies. But I'm not. But I'm, I'm not sure that would uh, sell. So to, <laughs> mm, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I feel like it would because it would set them apart. Yeah, um, yeah. It would represent their true, true, to nature and and uh, but i i'm just saying that the people who uh want to uh, will buy the concept and turn it into a film mm. 
will probably try to em- emulate Marvel's success or anything. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very true. And I think that's where the rush to um, like get to these superhero films comes from. Like that idea that we've got to catch Marvel up rather than um, just take the time and do it in your own way mm-hmm. would be a better thing to do. Um, and then as a complete difference to that uh beauty and the beast um like uh there's going to be a live action film um which although i've seen i think i've seen some short clips um i i'm really not sure about it um i don't mind um i can't remember the actress's name now um, that played Hermione in Harry Potter. Emma Watson. Emma Watson is playing Belle, um, which I don't mind. I think that works. I think I'm kind of fine with that. Um, I think that's probably a fairly nice casting, um, but I'm I'm quite apprehensive about how they're going to make um, the Beast look. Um, I haven't seen, I think it's this year or last year's um, Jungle Book, but everyone that I've spoken to loved it. The trailers that I saw looked really good. So that looks great, but I'm just a little bit concerned because it's in, it's a fictional character. It isn't a real animal. I'm a bit concerned as to how they're going to make that look. So I'm not sure on that film. Mm, yeah. I saw the trailer. Do you get uh, to see the beast in the trailer? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember seeing him. Well, you should. <laughs> oh. You should watch the trailer. I'm going to have to go back uh, and watch it. Um, yeah. It doesn't sound like you're sold on it. <laughs> no, uh, that's my personal opinion, but yep. I, I, I don't like the remakes. Yeah? I don't like the, the whole... Uh, I don't know. It's just, for me, Battle and Beast is, uh, you know, I got the old tape from from back 10 mm. 20 years ago and i watched that and and that's for me that's for me bell on the beast and now they're trying to remake it and bring it back to alive maybe yeah i think i oh, i'm in between like i don't mind that i'm quite happy to see that as a as a film because i, I guess i kind of see it in a a different way um yeah to obviously that the the cartoon it's not really a cartoon is it like the I yeah. don't know what you call it like the the drawing of the film um, but I do have a little bit of a I don't know if it's a concern but I feel like um, like I've just spent whatever however long it was 10 minutes moaning about Spider-Man, Spider-Man being remade again for the third time in like 15 years um, and while I'm sure Beauty and the Beast and Jungle Book are, are awesome, again, it's that retelling of an old story. Like, can't we come up with some new stories um, rather than kind of a constant retelling of stories that we've already heard? Um, yeah, but I, I think all these remakes of Jungle Book and Bell and the Beast and whatever, I think when we grew up with that cartoon or growing and that audience would could or would be interested in a remake because we grew up with that yeah so maybe that is the feeling that we have grown up and want to see uh real films yeah i suppose like, like, you said, like an adult version of the thing we saw as a child 
Mm. Yeah, Maybe. that's, that's quite know. a cool way to look at it, actually. Yeah, I quite like that. Because it will be slightly different. Um, okay, so yeah. on to... I've got three three big films here. Now, let's do a quick one on Baywatch. <laughs> um, oh, dear. <laughs> I, oh man, I am kind of excited to see it because I, I did... I really liked watching Baywatch when it was a programme, like when I was a teenager or however old I was. Um, so I liked watching Baywatch. Um, I loved Pamela Anderson. I still love Pamela Anderson. Um, <laughs> I so, think we all did. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah, I'm interested to see how that goes. Like, I generally quite like films that um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is in. Yeah. Um, no, you know, Dwayne, Dwayne Johnson is a mental health sufferer as well. Yeah, I remember watching a... Um, like a short video where he talked about um, his depression when yeah. um, he left um, football um, and he'd been with, I forget which team he was with, um, but he was dropped from the team. Um, yeah. They gave him a chance to come back and he said, actually, no, it's not for me. Like realised it had a negative impact on his life. Um, and that's how he kind of got into, into wrestling. So um like it's kind of got a massively happy ending to that story. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's yeah, yeah. It's cool. I've um, I've seen a couple of videos with um, like some short clips with him in. Um, so I'm not sure how much he. I don't know if it's a case of like he does talk out or whether it was just like he done done a couple of interviews. I'm not sure. No. Yeah. I'm um, not sure either. No, I think that's probably as much time as we need to spend on Baywatch. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um so uh then Power Rangers. Ooh. Now I'm really looking forward to this. Um I do have slight concerns as to where it's I have a big concerns. Yeah, I I'm really like, in between right, okay. First off, I've got to ask you do you remember I don't know if it was last year or the year before, there was that um unofficial bootleg YouTube short film that was like fourteen minutes. Yeah. Have you watched that? Yeah. Okay, I'm hoping it ends up kind of like in that style because that I would be more than happy to watch for like two hours or however long the film's going to be. However, mm. I feel like it's going to be nothing like that. It's not going to be that gruesome. It's not going to be that dark. It's also not going to be like the comedy camp of the TV program when that was out. I think it's going to sit as just like some sort of generic military film. Yeah. So... Uh, that that's the bit that's got me worried i've all i have seen um some of the images so i saw um or i've seen the power ranger suits which i'm okay with they look a little bit too military for me but i'm okay with them they're fine the um green uh rita repulsa outfit although it's very different to the original i'm okay with that i think the green could tie in quite nicely um, if they're going to do this, the idea that there's never just one film. So if they're going to do a couple of films, um, the green, I feel like will tie into a green ranger story, potentially in a second film. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I quite like her suit. However, I have serious, serious issues with the alpha five outfit. Have you, have you seen the alpha five outfit? I haven't. Oh my god! Okay, let me. Um, well, uh, Alpha fi- Five. I'll, I'll find an image. You tell me about what you think about the film, and I'll find an image and send it over to you. Uh, well, I don't know, man. I, it's 
it's nostalgia and I wanted to be great like I wanted to be everything I ever of and it was like it was in my youth but I'm so afraid and there will just be a, one, a, a deception this mm. disappointment yeah. uh, I don't know I, I'm super excited but I have to temper myself because <laughs> I don't want to be disappointed anymore I know I know alright let's see have I got it have I got it oh damn it I think coffee'd um what it paste nope it's just coffee the text damn okay I'm gonna go back this is a really cool part of the podcast where you just wait for wait for me to find this in me oh my god that looks even worse Where's oh they're all oh, the original okay here it is so oh this is the back uh, same image this is the back I'll try and find a front while I send this one over so this is from uh, the oh, why is it done that again it's from the IGN website uh, here we go da Okay, so I've sent you that Message on. Message from Mike. I've sent you. So that's the back. I'll try and find the front while you have a look at that. What do you think? I'm I'm forming an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hideous. I don't understand what they're trying to do. <laughs> oh my god. It just seems it's so far from the original. They basically kept the dome head and the rest seems like why are I, I so long? It doesn't belong in a Power Rangers film. I don't... The thing is as well, is it's in my mind, like, it's going to be a more of a military film. So I don't understand where this has come from. This, this just seems like something that should be in... In a... Like David Attenborough film. documentary or no, something. No, I feel like it's something from, like, battleships. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm concerned about the Alpha 5 image. Um, and then the last, um, the last one I wanted to touch on very quickly, um, again is 50 Shades Darker. Um, now completely understand that this one's probably going to be like the most mixed views when I write about it, but, um, I was really disappointed with 50 Shades. Like I wasn't that fussed about watching it. I watched it once I could watch it on now TV. So, um, I didn't go to the cinema and see it or anything like that. Um, but the people that I know that went to the cinema and saw it seemed to have the same kind of view that I did, that actually the Fifty Shades film was an okay film, but it's meant to be a film about sex and there wasn't really any in it. Um, it's meant to be like, uh, in my mind, this is a film that should be like R-rated, like American style R-rated. Um, and it's told almost like a a... I suppose it's a bit more than a PG-12, but it's like a 15 movie. I don't see... 
for the type of film, it's not meant to be, in my mind, it's not meant to be the the romance is like the back story um, and the front story is the yeah. sex. Whereas in the film, yeah. the romance is told as the front story with the sex at the back. Um, and I don't see that then, how that makes that film any different to so many others. Uh, I... Well, I don't know, man. I I don't understand the whole, the book, the film. Um, I don't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think we've I broken th- Mark. <laughs> uh, I, just, I just think I. it's just another romantic story where, in the film, how they have portrayed it, mm. but with that edge of uh, of sex or the hint of sex, um, um, yeah. If they truly wanted to make uh, uh, yeah, ref- the film, the book, uh, re- uh, this should be really, uh, like you said, it should be R-rated. Mm. Uh, sorry, but I'm just. I'm really annoyed by by, by uh, Fifty Shades. It's, it's not just, my. Uh... Yeah, I feel like it's. I didn't read the books. So I don't feel the need to. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I feel like if yeah, as someone, exactly. <laughs> if as someone that hasn't even read the books, doesn't feel like the film is like the books, then what do the people that have read the books think? Like, surely it's like even worse for them. Um, because they're get you're getting none of the the like the content that the books had in those films. Yeah, sure, but it's always d- tricky when you have a book and uh, you're going to film it. Mm. it. There's always things left out, things that yeah. make worse or bigger or anything. Um, but I, I haven't re- read the book myself, but some girls from some from uni. Uh, just said to me like uh, how much the scenes how much sex scenes there were in the book and Mm. how they are in the film and stuff they were really disappointed but you can't they always also said you can't really make the movie about sex because you know Mm. Then you, but that is the book. That's like making Harry Potter and not making it about magic. I know, <laughs> <laughs> but you, you, if they truly uh, state to how the book is, mm. I, I think they would have a, a kind of Caligula film. Yeah, did you see Caligula? Um, no. Okay, okay, just Google it. It's with a lot of nudity, drugs. Sex. Okay, it's one to watch. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's produced by Penthouse, so you know enough. Uh, <laughs> but and... it's with Peter too. And <laughs> never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, so those are uh, some of the films that I'm looking at f- as part of my next blog post. Um, and I know, yeah. Mark, you've also got one coming up that we're going to talk about. Um, which about kind of Christmas and things that are going on around there? Uh, my blog post, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 
so basically uh i'm very fortunate to be with my british friends uh mm-hmm. talking about christmas uh but uh, as you know i'm a dutch blogger and uh we don't celebrate christmas that much as you do we have a we just had a, a holiday saint nicholas mm-hmm. um uh, I believe that Nicholas is also s- celebrated in countries, but uh, our Father Christmas, uh, Saint Nicholas, mm. um, is celebrated at 6th of December, and that's where we do all the present giving and stuff. Uh, it's very big. So up until the 6th of December, or after the 6th of December, we start to look at Christmas. And Christmas is uh, different mm. here, so it's it's more about uh, everyone is free from work uh, and uni and stuff. And I just wanted to write about how we experience uh, Christmas and how it uh, yeah where it's different from the UK and um, yeah. Uh, I just wanted to give another perspective on Christmas, and yeah. Christmas is not. It's also it's very different. Like in Germany, Christmas is big too, but it's it's just way way different from the UK or uh, America. It's just a whole another thing. Yeah, I think that's one of the things I quite like about um, some of the stuff that um, you're kind of looking at with your articles as well, though is like I say, like they are a little bit different. It is about um, kind of similar to, I think there was a a couple of travel ones um, a few weeks ago where it's actually a chance to kind of hear a little bit about um, like what goes on in different places, like the things to look at or the things to do sort of thing. Um, It's quite nice to hear about um, how the culture is different in different places. Like I really enjoyed... Um, when I was in Australia, like having a, a Christmas where it was like sunny and going to the beach on Christmas day and stuff. And like just hearing about how it's different in different countries. And like for you, like you say, having um, like St. Nicholas, is it like St. Nicholas day or like just a St. Nicholas celebration? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's, well, it's the, it's the, um, St. Nicholas day. Yeah. yeah. So like, having, yeah, St. Nicholas, like St. Nicholas Day and um, the stuff that goes on around that and having a different type of build-up to Christmas, I think is like quite cool to hear about because it's not something that um, like I would know about. And I guess for people in your country, it's probably not a big deal because you, most of you will do that. Um, so to hear someone talk about it and actually get to find out a little bit more about it is quite cool. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think that gives a... Also, just it gives a perspective on how other countries celebrate Christmas, mm. but also uh, it can make you appreciate your own more. Yeah, like like it's not ever it's not the same everywhere. Like I have reactions like, do you not do this or don't you do that in your country with Christmas? Oh my god, you know, <laughs> I just think okay, that's not how we. Uh, do it but mm. you do it and that's great and I love it uh, but it's not taken for granted no I think it's cool to to like be able to talk about those differences and um, 
yeah, like I say, like to be able to learn a little bit about those different cultures and then it's not just knowledge, but it might be that, oh, like I really think that thing's like quite cool and I'd quite like to do that or actually like recognising that maybe you don't do something that I do and actually like taking a bit more like appreciation for that as well. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, so look forward to to seeing that. Is there going to be pictures in that one? I love me some pictures. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I, uh, yeah. Uh, you know, the point is there's a lot of controversy about St. Nicholas Feast uh, holiday. Oh, okay. Uh, lately. But that, that's another thing completely and entirely. And oh, okay. So you could write whole studies about it. <laughs> oh, a whole study sounds a little bit less interesting than uh, an article. <laughs> it does, does it? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, like that's some of the stuff that um, we've written about that's gone on around Daily Focal in the last... I guess most of the stuff we've touched on has probably been in the last few weeks maybe definitely the last month i think yeah um so it's a it's been a really cool opportunity for us i know at the moment i think um charlie that organizes daily focal is also kind of on the lookout for a couple of new bloggers um yeah. to to add into the team uh and maybe be able to talk about a few different topics as well um so it'd be really cool if like i say if you've enjoyed listening to some of the stuff that we've spoken about and think it sounds like a cool project do go along and have a look at the website so it's dailyfocal.com um and there's a little page there i think as well with information about um who the bloggers are and some of the different categories and stuff that's that's going on um and i think that gives you quite a nice idea and like i said it's really cool um for us that there's a few guys in that team um as well now um and from my point of view to have mark on board as well as someone that's um, from outside of the country really adds quite a lot to to that team um, and I know yeah. we've also had a couple of girls come in recently um, to add to the team as uh, we've pushed on to having posts on more of like a daily basis um, to fit in with daily focal um, so I think that's probably why um, Charlie's on the lookout for a few more people as well yeah definitely so yeah, I think it's a great opportunity, a great opportunity to develop uh, not only your blogging skills but other skills as well. And you're working in the team mm. to create something amazing. I think it's amazing initiative. And yeah, if you're interested, you should definitely. Yeah. Well, I think we we spoke quite highly about it last time as well. Um, yeah. And like you say, like the chance for us to actually talk about stuff that's a little bit different to what we usually blog about um and to be part of a team is is pretty cool um so yeah we obviously enjoy it we're happy to to be part of that and to talk about it um and be part of a team that talks about different topics like like i say like news and lifestyle and um fashion and not stuff that that we generally talk about as well so um that's pretty cool for us um i don't know if you had any sort of last minute things that you wanted to add into this podcast mark um well um uh, should definitely <laughs> listen to the next podcast yes good thing because i will be there 
I will be there for the third time in a row. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, <laughs> yeah, this this is now going to get into the territory of like me having to really think about stuff because I've got, um, I think I'm recording a podcast on Saturday and Monday. Um, So in theory, I need to remember that those ones will probably go up after um, our end of year one. Or maybe I could schedule the end of year one to go like right at the end of the year. And then those two would be the next two weeks. So it might work out. Might have to to really put some thought into that. Um, Write it down. Write it down. I know. I know. I feel like I should. Um, I'll write it down (laughs) in a minute because I'm quite tempted to try and finish off that. Um, I'm going to try and finish that blog post possibly tonight. Um, so just finish off those movie bits and pieces. Uh, so if people want to get hold of you after listening to the podcast, Mark, where can they find you? You can find me on the blog www.obuggerall.com or you can find me on Twitter at LambertsMark. That's L-A-M-B-E-R-T-S-M. Um, and as always you can find me on twitter underscore mike no there's not an underscore before mike forget that mike underscore (laughs) douglas underscore jesus how can i get that wrong um and then if you just want the podcast uh, and blogging stuff that's open underscore journal underscore there's so many underscores it gets confusing uh the website is mikesopenjournal.com and there is a small collection of people in the or following the facebook page as well so um podcast is on facebook even if it is quite a small following and probably fairly minimal information i put on there um but it does exist um i've also started to do a few of very select few youtube videos um so if you search for uh mike's open journal that should come up with the usual pink and white logo um since i don't know the address for that one um so there's a few different bits and pieces going on at the moment and as mark says we will have um probably next week or the following week uh, a 2016 end of year review hopefully with um, a few people coming on to that podcast which will be a pretty awesome one um, so we look forward to talking to talking to you i guess we're talking to you yeah um to talking with each other uh, and you being a nosy parker and listening in um so thanks very much for listening and we will catch you next time <laughs>